I just turned up the volume. That's fair. <laughs> Let's see how this sounds. So let us know, guys. How do you like in hearing our uh, sound check? <laughs> we just laughed the whole time about how we sound doing those sound checks. I just sound like I have so much despair in my voice. <laughs> like, is that just how I come across to people sometimes? I mean, I think we all do. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, Emma, how are you? How are you doing? I ran out of deodorant this week. Mm. So I'm kind of scraping by. I have like four things of deodorant. I don't know. Like, how do I have so much deodorant? I barely ever use deodorant. Well, that's probably why. (laughs) I have been using it more often, though, because I think I'm going through, like, a second wave of puberty. Okay. And I'm actually starting to sweat now, so now, like, I have to wear deodorant. I used to not have to because I didn't sweat, so I didn't smell. I was so sweaty in middle school and high school, I feel like. It's gross. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's, uh, that's me now. Like, what's happening to me? It's not even that bad. It's just, like, a little bit. I mean, it is summer, too. It's been hotter. Yeah. I mean, not today specifically, but... It was kind of chilly yesterday. The high is supposed to be, like, 78 today. I don't know. I was just thinking, I got my hail damage fixed, because we had a hail storm up here a couple months, or, like, last month sometime. I got my hail damage fixed, and... The guy who was working with me to get it fixed, he's from somewhere in the south. He has an accent. I just, I didn't ask him. But he's got a, a pretty decent accent, so I know he's from the south. He said he couldn't wait until winter the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, we don't say that here. <laughs> it was like 100 degrees that day. That day? Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Earlier this week, it, like, smelled like fall outside. I was ready for it. I felt good. When it rained? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love fall, but I love the heat. So it's, like, an internal conflict I have to deal mm-hmm. with. I just like all the seasons for their unique qualities. And I just try to enjoy it instead of picking a favorite. I pretty much only like summer and fall. And only, like, the beginning of fall when it's technically still summer. (laughs) Well, not technically, but because technically it's fall. Yeah. (laughs) I hate when fall turns into winter. Because that's what it is. You have summer, fall, and winter, fall. Yeah. There's no fall and spring. (laughs) At least not in Indiana. No, but they have, like, it's it's rainy and the weather is kind of similar. It's just slightly different. You just have, yeah, like in the spring, it rains constantly or snows. And then in the fall, it doesn't rain as much in the fall, I don't feel like. Mm, I thought it did. It I, does. It, it rains a decent amount, I feel but like. But not like it does in the spring. Yeah. Um, now that we are entering into, like, the fall season and stuff like that, I've been thinking about... It's July 31st. Yeah. But like, <laughs> we're at the like we're we're beginning the end of summer, right? So I'm starting to think about fall, and everything I want to do with the fall season. You know, summer doesn't end until September 21st, right? 
That works for other people, but I have my own calendar. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm already celebrating Halloween, but it is not almost fall yet. Yeah. We're still dead. In, like, la- it didn't, it wasn't summer until June 21st. So we're, like, in the beginning of summer. It's just, like, from school, I just always in my head associate August with fall because I'm like, we go back to school in the fall. So I guess that makes sense. But it's just, like, in my head a correlation. So I always start thinking about fall around this time. And I just, I enjoy it. And so that's good. I'm just vibing with it. So I was thinking about how, okay, so this week I researched the waning moon and the waning moon is similar to I was also thinking about like the wheel of the year just like the seasons that we go through and the fall winter season is a period of getting rid of stuff like letting go releasing and um like resting especially in the winter time and then spring you start working again and summer is kind of like a harvest into fall mm-hmm. you were starting to talk about all the seasons and all the different things that we transition in and out of with the seasons I was just thinking about about that a lot earlier today especially (laughs) synchronicities Mm -hmm. I got my car back this week so I mean I like kind of touched on that to tell about the the wishing for winter bullshit Mm -hmm. but (laughs) I was so excited it was so hard to go to sleep that night because I was just so excited to get my car back this sounds ridiculous but I love my car. <laughs> I get it. She looks so pretty. All the hail damage is fixed. I saw it. I drove by and I was like, wow. <laughs> so there was like above my gas cap, there's like a curve. I, I don't know how to explain it. Like it pops out a little bit. Just like a design. And it looked like somebody had like punched it. So there was a giant dent. Mm-hmm. in it and I didn't tell the insurance about that when we did our estimate so uh, I got it fixed <laughs> for free because the it went with the hail damage there quote unquote <laughs> <laughs> don't um, tell on me for insurance fraud because that's technically what that is but it was one dent and everything else was getting fixed anyway so I mean, if they saw an actual dent in the car, they should know the difference between that and the rest of the hail damage, you know? Like, it's kind of <laughs> on them for fixing it. <laughs> the guy asked me about it, and I told him, I think somebody punched it. And he was like, why would they do that? I was like, I don't know. I guess I'm, I can be kind of a bitch. <laughs> and then he, he, he showed me that it was fixed, and I was like, oh, I love it. And I was like, you know what's going to piss me off? If somebody's like, oh, this bitch got it fixed and punches it again. <laughs> Let me know if that happens. Oh, my God. I will I will go ape shit. <laughs> so far, so good. Yeah. I mean, I saw it yesterday and it was still good. I mean, it could have been a, like, a really weird situation where like a kid ran into it or something. I don't know. Or somebody like dropped something on it. Yeah. I don't know. But it was like... The location, and the it was shape. Like the perfect, like, yeah, yeah. I think somebody punched it. Okay. Have you found any any update on a new apartment? I applied for that apartment on the northwest side. Okay. 
every time you apply for an apartment, you have to pay a rental f or an application fee. But the way this apartment works is you have to pay the application fee and a $20 deposit. So you can't like back out or whatever and they've done their like work and whatever. But if you don't get approved, then they give it back. And if you do get approved, it goes towards your rental deposit. Mm -hmm. So I paid them that $200 and I got an email two days ago. It was like, okay, we need all of this information if you don't get it to us by, in 48 hours, you're going to lose your deposit. We'll cancel your application. Whatever. I'm sure it's, like, a bit of an issue, so they have to tell everybody that. One of the things that I had to fill out was a form that they said was attached and was not attached. So I immediately replied. I was like, hey... I didn't get the form. Can you attach it so I can get it back to you? Or can you resend it so I can get it back to you? Nothing. Almost 24 hours later. Halfway into this time period that I have to get it back to them. Before I lose $200. They, I sent another email. And I'm like, I still haven't gotten this form. You better extend that time. Because I'm not going to lose my money for something that's not my fault. And I will get it within 20 or within 48 hours. Of when you send that form, not this last email. And I still haven't heard anything. Just like a generic form? It's a rental verification form. I don't know what that means. It's like the housing and contact where I live right now to make sure that I actually live here and I've always paid my rent. And I've been a good tenant. Okay. Well, that's really shitty that they didn't, like, send that to you to fill out. Like, I don't. All I know is if I lose $200 because of their negligence, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. And I am not going to leave them alone till I get my $200 back. Um, I mean, it's I know it's only $200, but I'm a broke bitch. You know, I get that. Uh, just FYI, you, it is not considered harassment to call up to five times a day. <clears throat> any more than that is considered like could be legally considered harassment so I well they're understaffed like in the office so their calls are being sent to a call center instead of to the office so I tried to call the other day before I sent the second email and nobody answered mm -hmm. so I mean if I don't hear anything by later today I'm gonna call again we had our water turned off all day on Thursday. All day? All day until like 6.30. Oh my goodness. And like, they sent me emails about it. I just, I expect my email to notify me. However, it doesn't do that half the time. So mm -hmm. I didn't get the notification beforehand. I just, Thursday, well, it wasn't actually off all day. It was supposed to be off all day because they had it scheduled from like 9 to 1 was the repair time. They were fixing a fire hydrant. So 9 to 1 was the repair time, but then at, like, noon they sent out an email saying, like, oh, we need to extend it until, like, 5 p.m. because something happened, and hmm. it just ended up being, like, 6.30, and first world problems. Yeah. 
I mean, the same thing happened to me the other day. I, like, used the bath- I woke up, used the bathroom, went to wash my hands, and the water didn't work. But, like, that's on me, because- Okay, well, it's not, like, technically on me. I mean, it is, but it isn't. So, (laughs) all of my emails from the apartment complex go straight to spam. Fair. And I don't know how to get it to not do that. So, I could check it regularly, but I don't. So. <laughs> it It's on me, but it's not on me. <laughs> I mean, I don't check my regular email on a regular basis knowing that it doesn't notify me consistently. So, yeah. <laughs> I check my Yahoo mail constantly, and I don't even get important things sent there. That's all my, like spam stuff and like but I check it constantly because I want to keep it cleared out Mm -hmm. because if I don't delete messages within a day I have like 70 emails yeah yeah and yeah I went like a whole weekend once without checking it it was ridiculous I mean most of it just gets deleted immediately but that's really funny because I go a whole day without checking my phone (laughs) Like, last Sunday, my phone was just dead. It was, I didn't even have out of the charger. It was just laying on, like, somewhere dead the whole day. (laughs) I, it's bad. I'm constantly on my phone. If I'm not physically doing something on it, something's playing on it. I, I definitely understand, like, something playing or something going on. But... I just, I just need a break from it sometimes. I'm like, okay, you're done. Just working on mindfulness and, like, focusing on trying to be in the moment and it's, it's like, almost minimalism in a way, but mostly just, like, being in the moment and being present. I just, more and more, I don't want to use my phone, but, like, I definitely still enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I should probably work towards that, but it's like, I need constant stimulation. I've talked about this before. It's like, I can't just watch a movie, I, I just get bored. So, like, I'll be watching a movie, but also playing a game on my phone. Like, I feel like a lot of people do that, specifically with movies. Yeah. Shows, but It's just gone to a point where as a society we have this constant stimulation Mm -hmm. and it's hard to not have that so i mean no it definitely is hard and it's not like i don't know i think i i'm 90 percent sure i was on like my nintendo switch all day sunday when i wasn't looking at my phone you know it's not like i'm not just sitting in nature (laughs) A blissful <laughs> bohemian person like it's not I'm not doing that it's just I'm entertaining myself other ways I guess and I just like what do I actually use my phone for social media you know like sometimes I'll be like oh yeah I'm using Pinterest to look up witchcraft stuff that's social media you know so like that's that's all I use my phone for other than like messaging people and there's three people I message regularly including my mom so <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I use social media, but mainly I'm playing games on my phone. It's like that meme with the kid looking over, you got any games? Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
I used to play game on, games on my phone, but I would get way too into them. Like, I would do, like, Excel charts. Oh, wow. And, like, map stuff out, and I'd be like... What kind What's of games my... were you playing? Oh, there was a horse breeding game. <laughs> and you could have, I forget what it was called, but you could have, like, there were mystical ones. There were, like, fairy horses. And, like, oh, it was so cool, Amy. And I was, like, mapping out generation lines and stuff like that. I mean, I'm glad that you found something that you loved, but that sounds like a nightmare to me. I get a little too intense with my gaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so scared of horses. I think a horse killed me in a past life. Maybe. <laughs> really sorry to hear that. <laughs> They're terrifying. <laughs> They're just giant dogs, honestly. It, start with the little ones. I'll start. I'll, we'll work on the little ones together. Um, You'll see how cute they are. <laughs> I'll let you live that part of your life <laughs> without me. <laughs> But yeah, you researched the waning, relaxing, waning man, waning man. <laughs> it's the waning man. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got for us? Nothing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so okay, I was I got my Moon Magic by Diane Alquist. I think that's how you pronounced it. Let me see it. A-H-L-Q-U-I-S-T. Alkist? Alkist, maybe? I'm not super sure. I couldn't understand what you said. That's why I... It was like a sneeze, wasn't it? (laughs) It was like a... (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so it's... um, If I met the author, I don't... This is based on like... Maybe two hours worth total of reading. Maybe... Um, so I don't if I met the author currently I don't know if I'd actually be friends with her or if I'd like her um, but she has good information she just presents it IMO a little poorly so it just, it, it's just her priorities I don't think are right that's how I feel about my um, modern the modern witch yeah like I just it feels very whitewashed. Gotcha. Okay. So, like, I get that vibe that you're feeling. Her? I don't know. What do you mean by whitewashed? I'm not sure I fully understand that definition, honestly. It's kind of like... It has to be this certain way or else you're doing it wrong. And, like... It's very, like, ist. I thought that was gatekeeping. I thought whitewashing was overlooking. Gatekeeping is saying, like, who can do it and who can't. Like, it's just, the way that, what I was meaning by whitewashed is, like, as white people, we tend to create narratives around our lives and not think about the greater collective so things that we talk about tend to be ableist racist 
all of the ists because we don't take into consideration other people's lives only what we've experienced and that's what i mean by whitewashed okay i gotcha i get that uh google definitions from oxford languages is saying it <laughs> painting a wall a room or building with whitewash obviously um but deliberately attempting to conceal unpleasant or incriminating facts about someone or something so i th i think it's the deliberateness would be because i always hear about whitewashing in our schools right we're, we're whitewashing our history and presenting that to our kids mm -hmm. and so they're being because we don't want to face the fact that white people have done really bad things we don't want to own up to it yeah and we just want to say it was everybody else's fault i say we because we're white and not because of us in general i don't think I think there's a certain level of, yes, yeah, saying it's somebody else's fault, but also just not talking about it, too. Just being like, mm, this really Because that's what, we talked about this before, that's what Britain does with the 4th of July. And when other countries got their independence from them, they just kind of, like, glance over in history. Britain does that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talked about that before. I thought we did, at least. I know we do that. I don't know anything about Britain, though. I, it was, um... I've heard it on social media, so I didn't verify it, but I've, I've heard that, like, when they talk, it was somebody from England talking about, like, in history class, when they talk about stuff like that, they don't, they just kind of glance over it, because there's more important things to discuss in class, I guess. Yeah. I um, mean, that's kind of, that's how it is here, too. There are so many things that I didn't learn until within the past five years oh my god and any black history was just completely excluded yeah honestly so it's it's rough in these streets <laughs> rough white people <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> please know that i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i know that we have privilege <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, these, <laughs> these authors. So, when you're looking for books, kids, these authors. Mm -hmm. Ooh, big grain of salt. Yeah. Big grain of salt. Maybe a bucket. Yeah. A bucket of salt to go with some of them. Just like um, a salt lick of salt. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the waning moon. Um, so, this, I'm also going to kind of bitch about the author, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but the waning moon is talking about it's. A good period of time for us to release things to move on from things to banish remove reduce things from our life it's a period of conclusion almost mm -hmm. um, and so I, I'm like, I was drinking a little bit last night and like by a little bit I mean a tiny amount I had like the equivalent of one beer mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like I don't know if you've had them before it's a Cayman Jack margarita no okay it kind of tastes like candy so I liked it yeah <laughs> um but yeah it just I don't know I was just relaxed mm -hmm. and I was thinking about because I wanted we're in currently in the waning moon so I was like okay what well, kind of like I never fully understood I guess how to use utilize the energy of the waning moon because I know if the waxing moon is bringing stuff towards you and that's really easy to do with manifestation I am healthy I am wealthy I am a rich bitch mm -hmm. and so 
moving into the waning moon when you like releasing stuff i guess you could use those same manifestations but it just got complicated in my head because i was like you're supposed to be releasing how are you like attracting and releasing like mm-hmm. you know how i could i still kind of i don't know maybe i'm just like mixed up in my head about that right now <laughs> i get it but uh I was just thinking about all these different things that I can let go of and I need to like release and things like that and so I got a little moody last night and <laughs> I didn't like it but some people do say that the most powerful time of the waning moon is when it's at the half moon and decreases from there so like the last half last quarter of the moon and going into the new moon so when we Wayne, we're leaving the full moon going towards the new moon, correct? Yes. Okay. So the moon's getting smaller. So once it's at the half moon from the largest, mm-hmm. it's the most powerful. Yeah. Okay. And so this author had a lot of really weird, random information just thrown in. For example, the best time for elective surgeries is during the waning moon. She had a lot of, like, she has, I should say, a lot of, um, it's all about timing, I guess, with the moon phases and stuff like that, like scheduling your life around around the moon's cycles to best utilize the energy of those cycles and the moon itself. That so like sense. she, yeah, she had this like whole section about like when you should be planting and when, because, and why. And she talked, she was talking about like, you need to plant seeds they prefer it, I think, on the full moon to plant them, and then it, it's something to do with like gravity, <laughs> a little bit. I didn't read too much into it, but it like just like glancing over, I was like, oh my god, like. Sh- it looks like we're at that point right now. Oh no shit! I just pulled up my moon app, and it says today, Saturday, July thirty first. We're at the last quarter, forty nine percent. So I think last night might have been fifty percent but close enough. Ooh, so we're in the most powerful time of the waning moon. Um, also, she, she has days of the week set out and like what they're good for. And Saturday is uh, Saturn's day. <laughs> is good for banishing. And it is associated with death, but not necessarily physical, like, hum- like death, death. Kind of like tarot. Yeah. The next day, Sunday is associated with the sun and helps promote growth and goals and wellness and i think that's so interesting that you have this like day of death and then immediately afterwards new birth basically i mean it makes sense if you think of the death in the tarot sense you're shedding all of this like negativity and new things are coming it will kind of make sense that the next day you're kind of building back up yeah and then there's the sun in tarot, too, actually. Is that the next card? No. No. Let me grab a deck. <laughs> yeah, my zombie tarot. That box just looks like an old carnival. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of like what the theme is. Huh, I didn't realize that. That's cool. So death is number 13, and the sun is 19. Mm-hmm. So, nope. They're not next to each other. Okay. That would have been cool. Yeah. When we make our own tarot deck or something, we can do that. <laughs> Just completely turn it on its head. What? I mean, nobody else is doing it. 
<laughs> It'll be the Parker and Kikowski deck. Or Kikowski and Parker. Oh my Which God. is first in the alphabet? K is first. <laughs> yeah. Kikowski, Parker. Like Rider Waite. Kikowpor. <laughs> Kowker? Kikowker? Would that be our last name? I would do Parkowski. Parkowski. Oh, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> the initials in Parker and the ending of Kikowski would blend better than the other way around. <laughs> the beginning of Kikowski. Cack. <laughs> Cacker. <laughs> that sounds like a derogatory term. <laughs> I like Parkowski. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a good one. Let's, uh, let's stop there. If we ever get married... That'll be our new our new name. We're just gonna blend the two. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I think it's so funny. My I, I'm getting off on a tangent on names, but um my mom named me Amy because she read in a baby book that Amy meant active and I was just like super active in the womb. Like I she said I never sat still. <laughs> I was like always kicking her. And it's so ironic to me because I'm so sedentary in real life. (laughs) But, like, the other day she came and visited me and I was talking about how I'm an indigo child and, like, I I feel like I came here to just, like, ruffle feathers and stir shit up. Okay. Like, that's honestly what I feel like I'm at at this point. And she was like, I mean, that makes sense. That's why I named you Amy. Because you came in to fuck shit up <laughs> how did she take the did you like explain the indigo children to her before or? no i i mean i just kind i i still don't fully understand it enough yeah i don't know i don't know what to do with it that's fair i just know that it's been verified at this point when you look up star seeds the term star seeds is so conflicting Mm -hmm. because I remember when I first initially like I talked about it on the podcast you talked about like where souls came from different universes yeah if you look up star seeds you see a lot of that but then like you'll get sprinklings of the indigo children crystal children things like that so like I don't even know what they're technically called to like determine what they are Mm-hmm. And why they are. That's fair. Yeah. I, I've i only watched YouTube videos and while at work. So, like, yeah. obviously I'm distracted. So, yeah. I don't I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, who actually knows? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> right. No one really knows until they die. And then they forget it all. I like to think that when I, that when we die, we go up to, like, our higher consciousness and everything comes back. Yeah. Okay. And then you forget it when you're reborn. Like, uh, fair. That's what I mean. Okay. I thought you meant, like, (laughs) you die and you forget everything because you're dead. No, you die and everything comes back and you, like, can piece together what you learned and, like, if you actually solved the problem you came to solve or, like, do what you meant to do. And then you're reborn and you forget it all again. Until you die again, and it all comes back again. There's an episode of Adventure Time that is like that, and I... 
I was under the influence when I watched it, but it feels just like what you're saying, and so I'm just like having like a flashback right now. <laughs> just like, ooh, feeling that again. Okay, that's like my dumbed down version of reincarnation. Yeah, no, I mean that's the best explanation for it. I know, yeah. um, which I wholeheartedly believe in. I, I mean, it makes it makes a lot of sense to me. I, I'm open to a, a lot of. Th- I'm open to being have my mind changed yeah so (laughs) i guess that kind of like with humans and faith that's how i kind of um so people use faith i feel like to explain why they're here and what happens when they leave Mm -hmm. and since i don't have like a traditional quote-unquote faith my idea of reincarnation is kind of my faith so like realizing that I'm here for a purpose and I'm gonna come back that's what kind of keeps me tethered and not like what happens like we're gonna die and then we're just gone like that (laughs) kind of thing I don't know the words to describe but yeah, that's kind of how I use reincarnation. So that's why I feel it so deeply, I feel like. That's fair. Yeah. I like it. I just, I think I want to be on a different planet next time. <laughs> <laughs> Your soul will figure that out later. I, I guess so. <laughs> Hopefully a lot later. I would like to figure out why my soul put me here in the first place, though. Like, that would be helpful i feel like that's what everybody really wants but it's why is it so difficult girl give me a second (laughs) okay tangent aside (laughs) so we were talking about the moon or crap sorry yeah the waning moon go ahead i was gonna say you have your saturn day that's about like death and then goes into the sun Sunday, mm-hmm. which is like rebirth. I like it. Um, but yeah, just to complain about the author, though, uh, I will say when you, it just, it just irritates me. <laughs> like her priorities just are not in place. Like the first time that you actually read about the waning moon and what it's, properties what characteristics and energies it has what's there's gotta be, i don't know i want like one word for all that stuff <laughs> but well, all that all that jazz <laughs> that's and, the word that came to my mind <laughs> <laughs> that jazz Ooh, i like it jazz shoot what was the actual sentence i was saying though her priorities are her priorities are out of alignment so like the first time that you read about the waning moon she says it's good for releasing and letting go of stuff that you don't want anymore in your life overweight (laughs) you can use the waning moon to start that diet that you've been meaning to try and i'm like why and it's it's repeated so she talked initially about elective surgery the elective surgery was, like, later in the book, just, just pieced in somewhere. It sounds to me like she's very uh, vain. Yeah. But, yeah, she, she brings up the waning moon and specifically losing weight during the waning moon more than once. 
and then and then we'll bring up oh it's also good for releasing bad habits negative thoughts negative thinking and i'm like those are so much more important to get rid of than your weight and it just anyway i don't know when was this published 2017 yeah not that long ago i can't wait like i can't wait to see what the future looks like though and learning how learning goes in the future so I guess I would, no, I don't know. I, no, never mind. I was going to say I would reincarnate to this planet in the future, but the future might actually be shit. So maybe yeah. not. Unless something changes, it will. <laughs> and and uh, I have nothing to say. I mean, you're right. And on that note. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's shit right now, so yeah. it's only going to get worse if nothing changes. Honestly, though, like, it's always been pretty shitty here. Oh, yeah. Like... No doubt. <laughs> but nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. So it's just gotten worse. Where are the fucking aliens, man? <laughs> I was promised aliens. <laughs> In 2020, they, like, admitted that they were real. Mm-hmm. Like, the U.S. No, like, the U.S. Air Force has recorded sightings of ufos like it's super common mm. to see a ufo just as a pilot in the air force mm-hmm. so like why do people still not want to admit that they're there i just i don't people are <laughs> anyway this uh diane she also mentioned she talked about she talks about a lot of different stuff in here and so she, again she has lots of information that can be useful she just presents it poorly mm-hmm. and might be a shitty person. <laughs> Sounds like she just has a lot of bias that she needs to confront. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it it almost felt egotistical when mm. she was talking about like she, the way she writes things. It, it is kind of egotistical, just almost light handed, mm. I guess, for no reason, for no absolutely no reason. Hmm. But she was talking about uh, different ways you can meditate, and she mentioned walking, and she specifically talked about walking in circles or pacing as a way to meditate, and I was like, yeah, that works, but, like, I, I don't know, me personally, I would rather go, like, walk outside if I was going to do a walking meditation, but. Yeah, I guess the benefit of doing it inside and just pacing, walking in circles, is you don't have to worry about putting yourself in an unsafe position. Yeah, like, it's a controlled environment. Yeah. Yeah. So, I can see both sides. Yeah. I just... I've never thought about walking in, like, walking just around the living room to meditate before, though. Like, I I think I would feel like a crazy person when I tried <laughs> that, but I don't know. Um, also, super interesting thing. She talks about... Okay, she talks about energy, of course. Um, and in that, she talks about auras... But she's talking about um, how, like, she has a step-by-step on how you can see your aura. I know. And I tried it this morning. And it was tough. Yeah. (laughs) It was really, really tough. Um, And maybe I made it more tough than I needed it to be. I don't know. I was, I don't know. But, yeah, so basically you stand in front of a mirror, in front of a white backdrop. And so I just stood in front of my bathroom door because that's white. Mm-hmm. And um, I had, I did have the light on. I don't know if she – she doesn't really talk about light, so I don't know if that affects it. I, I originally didn't have the light on, and it was just really shadowy, and I was like, I can't see anything. So. Yeah, your bathroom's kind of dark. Mine is too. So, like, bathrooms are generally kind of dark. Yeah. Um. 
But yeah, so you just like stare at your third eye. Pineal gland stuck in my head. Yeah. <laughs> but you stare at your third eye where it would be on your forehead for she says about thirty to forty seconds. I just stayed there and like because I just I don't know, I couldn't like focus on it, but you're supposed to stare and focus at it and while you're focusing, just being more aware of your peripheral. And through your peripheral, you should be able to see your aura. Like in the mirror or mm-hmm. like, okay. Um, I don't, I think it was just in the mirror. I think that'd be weird if it just like came out the side of my face, but I don't. I mean, when I think about auras, it's all around you. Exactly. So yeah. it would make sense to be able to see it like off of you and not just in the mirror, but yeah, and she said um, you just have to be able to see, like, from your neck up, basically. Like, you don't really need to see your whole body to see your aura, but because mm-hmm. like, it, it is everywhere. Um, so I only saw, like, maybe half an inch away from my, like, face and neck area, I saw white. Ooh. I know, and I'm like, I don't know if it was actually, part of me is like, you just, I don't know, there was something else with the lighting affecting your eyes that made you see white specifically, but I don't know. I mean, based on, like, the dreams and things, it makes sense. Do you know what the white aura means? Um, I thought it was, like, peace and protection. So the way that, I had a little bit of white in my aura, so that's the only reason why I know this. I only know purple and white. Um, the way that the shop that we went to that I got my picture taken with described it. It's like you have a lot of like spirit and ancestors and um, angels and guides around you protecting you. So it kind of goes hand in hand with like the protection. But it makes sense with like your dreams with that woman. Oh god, yeah. (laughs) So that's really cool. I think it's funny that you brought that up because I bought, it's a white opal um, crystal Mm -hmm. and it's good for connecting with your spirit guides and stuff like that. And so I bought it specifically to help me connect with that woman and other guides and stuff. And I lost it in my car and I was looking for, I remembered (laughs) it early. It's like under the passenger side seat and I can't open my passenger side door because of the accident. So I was just, like, struggling this morning just to try to, like, reach it from the driver's side. <laughs> I couldn't find it, though, so. Mm. Well. It's just stuck in my car. I think if I got it out last week, I don't remember. Because I dropped it there last week, and I was just like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take care of that later. Have you tried going through the back passenger no, side? I haven't. I might do You that might later. be able to get it that way. That's a good thought. That's a good thought, Amy. the other thing I was going to say about the moon um, she talks a little bit about um, different myths about the moon she was talking about a lot of cultures see the moon as a feminine energy and associate it with like the great goddess and feminine energy Mm -hmm. and so she also had a couple of like shortened like blurbs about different myths that different cultures had where they believed that the moon had masculine energy and so there is one where like the moon and the sun were brothers and there's one where the moon was the man and the sun was the woman and they're chasing each other that's pretty cool 
Because I've, I've never heard about the moon being talked about in a masculine manner. It's always the feminine energy of the tides and the moon. I haven't heard of it talked in any kind of gendered energy. Okay. But I also don't do that much research into the moon. Like, I like the aesthetic of the moon, but I'm not drawn to it like you are. Yeah, that's fair. The Reiki <laughs> person that I went to, I had my sun and moon nails done, and I told her about my moon phase tarot box, and she's like, I can totally tell you're a moon girl. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm such a moon girl. <laughs> I'm not a moon girl. I love the aesthetic. I think it's beautiful. Oh, sorry. I keep hitting the mic. But I really like the aesthetic of the sun, though. And, like, mm -hmm. especially with Hispanic and Mexican yes. images. I would love to learn more about, like, Spanish spiritual practice. I was thinking about that earlier this week. I was like, I just genuinely want to learn more about, like, Spanish culture and their history and stuff, just, mm -hmm. like, all of it. Because, I mean... I don't know. So South America is beautiful. I want to visit all over Central and South America. Mm -hmm. They just, oh, they're doing it right down there. <laughs> and I love it. Well, no, they're, some they're, of them. Costa Rica is killing it. But like, I'm thinking like Colombia. They've been in a civil war for like 50 years. Yeah. Like, I don't know how Brazil is doing. I don't necessarily want to visit Brazil or Colombia. <laughs> I'm thinking like Argentina and Chile. <laughs> I think it, I would love to visit Brazil, but only fun. in certain spots because there is a lot of corruption yeah, and things like that in certain parts of Brazil. But I mean, there's a hell of a lot of corruption in the U.S. too, so it's like, I'm not trying to like talk down on these certain areas. It's something to be aware of, though. It's just not necessarily safe to travel to at this point. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, do you have anything else? I don't think so. Cool. Yeah. So. I procrastinated the hell out of researching this week. Fuck yeah, I did too. So, I ran out of time. Okay. So, today, I'm just going to do, like, surf surface level introduction to this topic. Okay. And then next week, I'm going to deep dive the hell out of it. Because I'm already, like, into it. I'm so excited. What is it? So. Tell me what you're thinking, girl. <laughs> so a few episodes back, we talked about human design. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And honestly, that was my favorite episode. Like, I love that episode. I am, like, super into human design right now. So I think it goes hand in hand with human design are the gene keys. Gene? What? The what? The gene keys. Gene keys. Like I thought you were saying jinkies. <laughs> <laughs> like your genes in your body, like DNA keys, like the keys to the house, gene okay. keys. We talked about in human design, it's based on like five different categories. I don't know what to call these. I don't remember what they are. But the gene keys is based mainly on the I Ching, but also takes into account astrology. Mm -hmm. So... The I Ching was a book that was published a trillion years ago. It was published in the late 9th century BC. I don't even know what year that was. Late 9th century BC? Basically. It was a long fucking time ago. And 
The I Ching was a book that, um, it was a philosophical taxonomy of taxonomy, not taxonomy, whatever, taxonomy of the universe and a guide to ethical lives. So, huh. Okay. That's about all I know about the I Ching right now. I like it. I like it. The genetic keys are basically just like a bunch of genetic archetypes that determine our lives, how we live them, and how to get the most out of it. Mm-hmm. When you learn about the gene keys, it can awaken dormant genetic codes uh, within ourselves to help us start living our lives in the best way possible. I've heard about codes before. Is this what they mean? Um, it's not like Rappaboy codes. It's like... No, it's like... Um, coding within your genetic makeup. Yeah, yeah. That's... I think I've heard something about that before. Okay, keep going. Yeah. (laughs) So when you look into it, it can show you your self-sabotaging patterns and behaviors. So you can, like, introspect and, like, figure out how to stop doing that and become a better version of yourself. Can I just interrupt again really quickly? My Alexa dragged me this morning with my horoscope. (laughs) She was like, start looking at the behaviors that you want to change. And look at things that are stopping you from being the best version of you possible. I was like, fuck you. I didn't come for this. More synchronicity. God, fucking, ugh. Fine. Fine. Okay, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> um, it can show you your gifts and how you can use them to make an impact in the world. And the numbers of the keys correlate to the gates in human design and the planetary and sign placements in astrology. Okay. So when I went over to, when I went over human design, I kind of skipped over the gates because there's just so many of them. There's, yeah, there's like a hundred or, there's I don't know. a trillion. I don't, yeah. uh, there's a lot. <laughs> so this is kind of like deep diving into the gates. Let's do it. Yeah. We're going to go to... We have a new website. Oh my god, another one? Yes. Yeah. Genekeys.com. G-E-N-E-K-E-Y-S.com. Genekeys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're fine. <laughs> I say jinkies though, like. And yikes. I like saying jinkies. I say yikes. I've never heard you say jinkies. I do it at home in my head a lot. I'm like, jinkies. Because it's just, nobody <laughs> says it. I just think of uh, Velma. Yeah. It's Velma, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Velma says jinkies. And my glasses. Mm-hmm. Where are my glasses? I say that to my aunt all the time because she uses readers mm-hmm. and she always loses them. They're normally, like, on her head or, like, right next to her on the table, but she's always like, where are my glasses? So I'm always like, my glasses. Where are my glasses? Ooh, I forget what the cartoon is. Um, Johnny? Johnny Bravo? Johnny Bravo. I can't be seen without my glasses. (laughs) My glasses. That was... Where are my glasses? A really good impression. Thank you. practice that one you just like unlocked a memory (laughs) that's awesome that show was very inappropriate it was it was it was also funny though 
But it was Cartoon Network. A lot of Cartoon Network with more mature themes. Yes. Okay. Okay, we're on Jane Keys. So you're going to go to the free profile tab and create a profile. This looks really cool. It's a circle with a bunch of other circles in it in case you're not on the website <laughs> for whatever reason. So it's basically just like any like your birth chart or the human design. You're going to put in where you were born, what time. I always guess the time. I do 12.34. I just, that's just my birthday time. I don't know, actually know what it was. But I think if it's within the hour, it'll be fine. I think it is. It's always the freaking location throws me off on these things. <laughs> I don't know what about it. That's how I learned that there's Indianapolis and Oklahoma and one other state. Illinois. There's one in Illinois. Like, what the fuck? Right? <laughs> This is, Let me see it real quick. Almost, almost too straightforward. At the very bottom is like your actual chart. Okay. Okay. That's me. Yeah. So once you get there and you get all your information put in, it's gonna like have a bunch of like breakdowns of things that you can read through. But down at the bottom, you'll see like your actual chart. And if you're on a computer, it's gonna be on the right hand side. It says advanced, and it's got a bunch of toggles. But if you're on your phone, it's above the chart. I think I think that's where it was. It's either above or right below the chart. It's the same thing. It looks the same. It's just, like, below or above. You're just going to toggle all of that information to on so you can see everything. Otherwise, you can only see, like, partial parts of it. So, let's do a little let's get into brief it. introduction. Of what these things are. Each of these little bubbles or circles are parts of your life and the numbers on them are your gates from human design. So if you compare them you can see like oh. my life's work is 6.1 okay. and I think it's the sun um, gate is 6.1 so like they correlate exactly huh that'll help you kind of understand gates a little bit more okay so each bubble i'm calling them bubbles circles whatever you want to call I like them bubble. I like but bubble. they look very bubbly to me so i call them bubbles bubble so each bubble has three terms next to it you have the city the gift and the shadow and these are kind of like levels of introspection, I want to say. Okay. So, you when you're born, you start out at shadow. So, the shadow is your challenges in life, your greatest fears, and how you feel when you feel victimized. What's yours? For my life's work is conflict. Mine is weakness. Interesting. I mean, which fucking makes sense. Yeah. Like, my whole life is conflict. <laughs> so once you, like, kind of overcome your shadow, you can understand your gift. Oh, God. Oh, oh, I'm just, like, unlocking so much in my mind right now. Ooh. Right? Ooh. <laughs> this is what happened to me right before you got here. Oh, God. <laughs> so... The definition of the gift in the Gene Key website is 
The frequency band relating to human genius and open-heartedness. So this one, I'm not like, I don't fully understand yet. But it kind of reminds me of earlier when I said it like can show you how to make an impact in the world. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I'm thinking is a gift at this point. I was just going to say, I think, is it something that you're able to give to others? Like it's your ability to... It's what you're here to give. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of where I'm thinking it is at this point. Solid. Solid. I'll try to have a better understanding next week. Okay. So once you're done, like, realizing your gift and you're at that level, you can graduate to City, which is, it's spelled S-I-D-D-H-I, but it's pronounced like City, like you live in a city, but with a D, mm-hmm. like City. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the full embodiment and spiritual realization. So this is like your whole number one thing. Like your entire being once you've figured it out. (laughs) What is it? Try a little tenderness. (laughs) Mine is tenderness. What's you? It's because you're a Pisces. Because this is reminding me. So the video that I looked at she was reading the chart for Pisces. Oh no shit. So that's why it makes sense. Like your life's work, the first bubble at the top of your chart is your sun sign. Mm-hmm. So mine is conflict of shadow. My gift is diplomacy and my city is peace. My gift is equality. I like that. Diplomacy and equality. Yeah. <laughs> the weakness and the essence are very correlated. The weakness and the essence. Yeah, yours is conf- your conflict is your I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Words. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because you have to get over this fear and this hump to become this higher being that you are. Yeah. So it would be the opposite of what you're meant to be would be what would be blocking you. Yeah. So, we just talked about our three things. I don't know what to call them yet. I'm so sorry, guys. Half-assing this right now. Um, but that was just for our life's work or our sun sign in astrology. Each of these bubbles have their own set of three words. Okay, yeah. So, each of these bubbles mean something, and I'm going to get more into that next week. Fair enough. But I have a start to it. Like a very, very short start to it. So all of the green bubbles are your genius, which are what you're here to do. So all of the bubbles on the outside. So once you kind of work through those and get to your highest level, you'll have those unlocked and like determine what you're here to do okay the red circles bubbles whatever you want to call them is love and the blue circles are prosperity and then there are also lines within each that mean things and yeah what what does quantum mean um i just know quantum physics and that doesn't sound yeah, me too. Here, let me let me look it up in the. It's not in the glossary, 
So mm-hmm. let's just Google quantum. It says, a discrete quantity of energy proportional in magnitude to the frequency of the radiation it represents. That's the physics definition. Okay. <laughs> or a required or allowed amount, especially an amount of money legally payable in damages. So it sounds like an amount. Amount. Quantity. That's my educated guess. Yeah. Oh, I thrive best as an entrepreneur. Boom. Ooh, knew it. Oh, done. We're quitting this job. No, I'm just kidding. I have nothing. <laughs> Where did you see that? Uh, duh. I don't know because it. <laughs> Wait, what? It like backed out. <laughs> when you threw your phone down. Ooh. So basically, as I was looking at my my gene keys and learning a little bit about myself, I'm pretty much in the shadow stage of every life, every point, every bubble. Okay, cool. That's... So, that means I've got <laughs> a lot of fucking work to do. That sounds like me. Let me let me reload this. I can confirm. <laughs> I'm really excited. Like, I'm, I'm sorry I don't have more information on this. I'm really excited to really deep dive into this and give you guys more information on, like, what each bubble means, what the lines mean. I'm not going to give a breakdown of what the numbers mean because there's just too many to do that. You'll have to do that research on your own. Just like, okay, so I was looking at the general overview at the beginning, and that's where I got the, I'm sp- I thrive best as an entrepreneur. Ooh, so it's just like a general, like, for each different chunk for the genus, love, and prosperity. It's got, like, a general sums you up, and it's just... Is that what what part of that was in there? Is it in prosperity? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it says, I thrive best as part of a large network. Agree to disagree. Not corporate network, but you're on private, I can see. To a certain extent. It has to be the right people, Yeah. It has to be limited. Hmm? It has to be limited. I need my time alone. Most of mine is like high level spiritual realization and like my life. Your life's work is to take full responsibility for the effect your aura has on others. Like, what? Okay. No matter how much you try to lead a quiet, harmonious life, the fates will always come knocking on your door. It is written in your genetic makeup that you must learn and expand yourself through meeting adversity. But yeah, there's so much. Um, oh my god. My life's work? This, okay. Through you, a new vision of community wants to come into the world. This means that you must work deep within the community, even though you may sometimes feel limited by its outmoded waves. 100%. Your job is to be ahead of your time to be a leader and a visionary, bringing new social values and ideas into people's lives. Ooh, like a good parent. That's... Straight up. That's everything I've been thinking about. Yeah. And I'm like... And like you're wanting to work with that nonprofit. And like, yeah. Like, how does it all... Fuck. <laughs> we are unlocking shit here. Yeah. All of this is just like... It's so spot on. It, even just hearing yours, like, it's not even just me. It is uncomfortably spot on. Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah, this shit is going to make you uncomfortable. Right. Especially if you're in the shadow stages like me. Because it's just, like, a road of work. That, yeah. Right. What I'm here to learn. 
is knowing when to stop and when to say no. <laughs> You're getting better at that. I'm getting better. I think I honestly believe the job I'm at is like probably the best training for me to like stand up to people. Yeah. It's, it's, it's helping me a lot. Currently. That's awesome. I feel See? Yeah. Stepping stones, man. Right. Everything happens for a reason. No, sir. You do have to pay for that vehicle. You bought it and we can prove it. <laughs> I don't it was just like a stressful week this week at work. Yeah, I feel that. But that was your little introduction. Oh my gosh. Um I need more. <laughs> I do too. Which is why I'm gonna deep dive on it next week. So um, I hope y'all are ready. I'm excited. I'm already excited for it. Yeah. Well, we're going to go um, look at our lives and self-assess a little bit. <laughs> go into another crisis about it. Probably. Probably. <laughs> That's a good start. Sit in our shadows for a bit. <laughs> so, let us know. If you guys are excited about next week's deep dive. Yeah, let us know. Do the gene cues work for you? Are yeah, they like, also uncomfortably on point? Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, I would love to see what you guys are working with. I would love to see what other signs look like within those, like, um, Ooh, yes. terms. I don't yeah. know what to call it. So them. send us your sign and send us, like, how you felt about it. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know. You can do that on social media through Twitter and Instagram at SoulTapPod. Or you can email it to us at SoulTapPod at gmail.com. All right, kids. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>